Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. Welcome to the first episode of the year and of the freaking decade. Happy New Year to you all, and Happy New Year to all of our loyal awesome freaking subscribers. Uh, I'm so glad you guys are joining us. And as you know, we are now part of the iHeartRadio family. So we are kicking off the year in this decade proper. Uh, Very excited. Have so much to bring you. Our special guest this week to start things off, who better than comedian and freaking metal ambassador Brian Posehn is with us. Check that out, man. I've been wanting to have Brian on the on the show for a long time, and so glad we were actually able to uh, to chat and make it happen, or at least record one of our chats. Uh, I uh, I'm grateful I get to talk to Brian uh, a couple times a year, and we finally got to record one of them. So uh, he and I are both massive metal fans, as you know, and hopelessly nerdy, and so nerdy metal people are, tend to sometimes be my favorite. And uh, Brian is the greatest. He's so funny because he can be metal and nerdy, completely self-aware and completely self-deprecating. So oh, those are always a great combination to have. Uh, somebody that gets it, understands it, is cool uh, without being opposed and also can point fun of himself, but also also won't put up with any bullshit from anybody else. So anyway, so Brian has a new album when I say new, he's had many comedy albums, but finally Brian is finally putting out a full-on like metal album. I mean, like to know if you're a fan of Brian was saying, you're probably that's why you're probably listening, and you probably too share in the metal. It, it's at this point, it's kind of hard to imagine somebody like going to you know hyenas or or whatever local comedy club or whatever you know comic he's playing and kind of going i have no idea who this guy is or you know i like him but i don't like metal like i mean maybe they're out there if they are i'd love to hear from you uh check us out on uh, twitter under um at tricky kid and the number two we're also on facebook under uh tricky kid radio podcast again you can subscribe to us on itunes and again of course iHeartRadio. Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, FM Player, all the places where you consume your your uh, your podcast there. So uh, so check that out. So again, like I said, that it's hard to imagine somebody being that way. But uh, uh, I would love I would love that. I, I think that would actually be kind of cool. Um, but for the Metal Faithful, uh, coming up on February the thirteenth on Mega Force Records, uh, home of so many great. Um, Artists including, of course, Metallica. Uh, as you guys know, I'm doing this movie on the band King's X, uh, who actually, they put out the first couple of King's X records. Uh, and now, so Brian Posting is not only putting out a metal label, uh, or metal record on a, on the metal label. Uh, shout out to Brian Slagle and Metal Blade, who's actually going to be our guest next week. But, uh, I mean, it's crazy. It's called Grandpa Metal. Now, if you remember some of his older uh, records, some of his old con records, he did a couple of things with with Scotty and from Anthrax. It's uh, if you're if you're you got your finger on the pulse here, it's no uh, secret or, or uh, surprise rather that him and Scotty and are are uh, longtime friends. I don't know if Brian is Jewish, but I I, I, I get a Jewish vibe. Not that he would need to be to be friends with Scotty and, but I, I I see them having some sort of like kind of. Jewish brethren there. That's the only reason why I mention it. But uh, 
Anyway, uh, they've been friends and have done a couple of things on some of his other records. But this is a full-on metal album, and it's a it's a who's who of the metal world because they all love Brian and know of his uh, lifelong uh, fan you know fandom of metal and. And now he's become friends and now collaborators with these people. Uh, Brendan Small, a fellow, somebody else that's also in the past has, has combined you know comedy with metal with his show uh, Metalocalypse. He also happens to be an, an amazing, accomplished uh, musician. Uh, and that's something else, too, was that I thought Brian steps in pretty well here. I mean, he doesn't need to. Uh, he could just be Brian Posehn and not even try to sing and uh, or anything. But uh, and as he makes clear, as you'll hear, this is not a second career. This isn't Fozzie, as, as you'll hear him say. Uh, you know, all due respect to Chris Jericho, but this isn't him trying to parlay this into a, a, another gig. This is just an extension of this gig and his love of metal. Um, but uh, but I thought he stepped in pretty well. I mean, you know, instead of just kind of going in there and being all, you know, he could have done the nasally uh, spoken word thing or he could have tried to sing or something. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he, 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 he hangs tough here. He's hanging with the best of them. There's guys from Slipknot, again, Brendan Smalls, like I said, Scott Ian. Um, uh, Jill Janice is on this, and we talk about this too. What a what a what a freaking coup! Uh, is he's got uh, another great comedian, also does music with being the man Weird Al. Uh, so man, what a fun record this is! It's called Grandpa Metal. Wait till you see the album cover. Uh, you guys, you can see it now on our website if you go to uh, trickykid.com. That's tricky-kid.com. Some people call it a hyphen. Some people call it a dash, a minus symbol, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Just make sure you put that between the words tricky and kid, and that'll get you where you need to go. Uh, and you can see the cover there to Grandpa Metal. Uh, this is so great. I'm going to play a song from it here in a little bit uh, that I think you're really going to dig. But I'm actually going to have uh, Brian introduce it. But anyway, he has got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, check out uh, Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker. Uh, he also has a book called Forever Nerdy that's available now. Uh, it's just, he's, he is, it's, it's cool that this exists. It's cool that there's this nerdy comedian metal loving dude, uh, that is just awesome and fun and, and, and f seems like a good dude. You know what I mean? So, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be able to nerd out with this dude. I met him years and years ago back at the Van Halen rehearsals for the, um, at the forum for their first reunion tour. And I've tried to, uh, and I've run into him a couple times a year, pretty much ever since. And whenever I do, it's a, it's a good, fun, nerdy uh, time, um, talking about metal and whatever. But uh, anyway, enough from me. Uh, let's get Brian onto the show. Again, want to thank our sponsors. Number one being Google. Uh, if you haven't got the Google Assistant into your home yet. Uh, your life is about to change when you do. Uh, it will even read along to your kids, so you don't have to spend so much annoying time reading to them. Uh, now we've come to a place in uh, in humanity where um, that's considered to be uh, obsolete, and a machine will read to your kids for you. Uh, about time. Anyway, um, 
But yeah, we do thank Google in all seriousness. Uh, it has been awesome. I love being able to say things like, uh, well, I don't want to set off my machine, but you, you have to say, I'll say it real low. You have to say, okay, Google. Uh, play Slayer, and then suddenly there is Slayer blasting loudly and proudly in my home. Now, I still like to go over to my record player and pull out my copy of Hello Waits, and, and you know, I do like to drop a needle every once in a while, but as a new dad, uh, when I can't drop that needle, uh, I do like to be able to just, hey, what was that one song, and then just, you know, listen to music on a, literally on a whim. You know, if you didn't have that ability, you'd be kind of like, oh, I wouldn't mind hearing that one record, but that would require crossing, you know, the room and actually pulling that out of my collection or something. This time it's kind of like just bam, bam, bam. You can listen to things and enjoy things and know things and learn things on a freaking whim. That's that's a cool thing. Uh, anyway, I also want to thank Belvita uh, for their snacks. Uh, you can find their new uh, breakfast cookie on where all breakfast cookies are sold. Use um, on an in-cap display. It's good and good for you. Uh, once again, you can find us. Make sure you subscribe. And hey, man, make sure you check out Tricky Kid TV. Your boy just got back from Vegas. We got a lot of great guests coming up. I mentioned if you're into metal, we got Metal Blade Records CEO and founder Brian Slagle coming up next week. Uh, again, I just got back from Vegas from the whole AVN insanity. Uh, you're definitely going to want to tune in for that. Uh, we do have, we will have a Neil Peart um, tribute coming in out. It's been so hard not to talk about that on this episode, but I'm just going to save it for all of that. Uh, we're all incredibly freaking sad. Um, what this year has not started off the way I'd hoped, but uh, we're hanging in there and uh, going to have some fun today. Uh, again, with my man Brian Posehn. Uh, once again, we're on Twitter under Tricky Kid the number two. I'm on Instagram under DJ Tricky Kid. Make sure you're subscribing. Come on, man. iHeartRadio, FM Player if you're an Android listener. All that great stuff. Don't forget, Grandpa Metal comes out. Uh, it's, it's on Valentine's Day on February the 14th, my wife's birthday. She's so sweet. She was born on Valentine's Day. So let this be your Valentine's Day present to yourself. Um, if you happen to have a girlfriend, if you listen to this show and are into Brian Posehn, chances of that are probably kind of slim. Uh, but uh, regardless, uh, do it for you. Uh, check out Grandpa Metal, and we'll be right back with Brian Posehn. Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such iconic classic films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Vulgar. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Most people know me as Veronica from Clerks. It ain't 37. Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Hey everybody, this is actor-musician Scott Schiaffo, best known from the Kevin Smith films Clerks and Vulgar. You are listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. You know, it's about damn time you made a record. You know, I've always have equated you. I know, I always know what a what a big metal fan you are, and so it's good to see you uh, finally stepping up and doing this. So, how did how did did you finally make this happen? Well, I had done songs before with Scott Ian on my comedy records uh, on Relapse, so it, it made sense, and we've been talking about it for a while, and then. Then it just took forever. Then it just took forever to make. Yeah. Like, 
literally, we took six years on this thing. Uh, <laughs> should have done it in half of that or a quarter of that. But it just mainly came to from Scotty and I having crazy schedules. Once we signed with Megaforce six years ago, then we were like, now, nah, now we gotta, now we gotta do this thing. Now we gotta come up with you know ten songs. And uh, I'd never done anything like that before, but doing it with him and then with the you know the help of our patient producer Jay Rustin and the fact that he lived close to me really helped uh, finally get this thing done. You know, like kind of whenever I had time to go work on vocals or whatever I was working on. Well, you know, it's funny too, because like I said, you know, Scott's in like, you know, 40 different bands and you seem to be on the road, uh, you know, you know, uh, a couple hundred days out of the year. So uh, how did you finally uh, kind of land on the theme of grandpa metal? So we, if the record was going to be called something else, and if you look at press that I did like a year or two ago, we were calling it a, a completely different name. Um, yeah. It was originally, uh, uh, it was going to be called uh, Offenders of the Fake. <laughs> That's but, awesome. You know, a takeoff. And then we were going to do, we had actually an album cover that uh, an artist had done for me of the pre-start, uh, you know, taking our, doing our take on Defenders of the Fake, but uh, Priest said no. So, oh, wow. We had this. We had to change, uh, you know, what we were doing, and Grandpa Metal had already been, uh, you know, we've been working on it, and then once I once I got the lyrics done, that was a that was one of the songs that took the longest for me to nail down the lyrics because I had the concept or I, I had the name, but I didn't have the jokes and I didn't have really the the take of you know I was originally calling like any older guy. <laughs> the old metalhead, Grandpa Metal. But then once we landed on a song, kind of making fun of Scott, um, who uh, I also call Grandpa Metal, it just makes sense, right? And then the song wrote itself. And then once once the song was done, I was like, hey, you know, this is one of the highlights of the record. It makes sense to call the record that. And then we, you know, landed on the cover art. And I was going to say, and, yeah, you know, now now it's coming out. Well, yeah, the, as I was going to say was, was yeah, the cover is fantastic. Like, it's it's perfect. You talk about getting permission, of course, from Priest. I would imagine you would have had to have gotten Metallica's, Metallica's permission to use uh, your name as that logo. Is that right? No, we did not. <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, well, I, was also, I was also told it wasn't a big concern. I think because we're, maybe because we're on Megaforce, they're probably not going to sue us. Right, uh, right, right. You know, because there is that history and the fact that Scotty is in the band. And, uh, you know, they, uh, Kirk knows about it. I don't know if the other guys in the band know that this was something that I was working on, but I had even talked about uh, if Kirk was free at one point to do a solo, and that didn't work out. But they're at least aware of it. So, uh, or he at least is. I'm not that worried. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be, but you know how sometimes you get some kind of ambitious, uh, you know, management that doesn't have the same, you know, relationship with you that they do, you know, and things can get a little wacky. But, right. uh, but speaking of that, has to your knowledge, has Aha heard uh, the cover of Take on Me? I think they have to. Um, right. Uh, yeah, 
I heard when we did a cover of uh, The Gambler, the word back was that uh, Kenny Rogers actually liked it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I don't know about the band uh or the other cover. uh, What are they called? Yelvis? Uh, Yeah. Their sketch troupe that's in the Fox. Um, I think they have to approve it for us to be able to do it, so I guess they liked it. Well, so how did that happen? And I mean, like when you guys were sitting around, because that's obviously kind of an unlikely uh, cover. But as you've you've often said, everything sounds better when you do it heavy metal style, right? Right. That's what I was thinking when we did it. But it's also, um, I love covers. I, I always have, and I've always, you know, a band like Anthrax has done a million covers. So many of my band, or so many of my favorite bands also do a ton of covers, right? It just made sense, you know, Metallica's famous for making songs better by, you know, putting their take on it. Yeah. And uh, it just made sense. And those two were two silly pop songs that I just thought would sound better with a bunch of guitars and uh, me and my friends yelling over them. <laughs> and I think I'm right. No, no, you're, no you're, you're dead on it, my friend. <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> Do you have, uh, I may have to get uh, permission if I, if I were to play a different song, because I am going to play the uh, the AHA cover, but do you have uh, more of a favorite song on the record that you like? Um, well, Grandpa Metal I love, but I, I love them all, and I'm really, you know, um, it, it, because it did take so long, there's some that, I recorded longer ago, you know, I recorded almost five or six years ago, like that cover, the first cover, The Fox, that one's been sitting, I've had forever, and i played it for friends, and, uh, I mean, I'm I'm just stoked at the whole thing, people get to finally hear it. For sure. People that aren't my wife, but my wife wife and my friends that are (laughs) in the car for the last couple of years. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So awesome. Because she 
right, and right. Have it in their vocabulary, you know, she just crushed it. So that's that's one of the songs that I really want people to hear because I'm so proud of it. It's a, it's a silly idea, but I think we uh, did the, the perfect version of it, and then to have you know Brendan Small just doing this ripping guitars on it, you know, totally. It's, it's a silly metal love song, but it's also very heavy. So uh, enjoy.
Goblinlove.com is a dating website and not a goblin escort service. <laughs> Goblinlove.com will not be held responsible or accountable if a female goblin eats you. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're uh, talking with uh, comedian Brian Posehn. Uh, Brian, here's something else that's kind of cool, too, is that you know it takes a little bit more than just being you know a lover of metal and having, you know, being good friends with some of the top metal musicians. You know, you actually have a metal voice, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks. That's the first time somebody said that. Uh, I, I, I thought I could, you know, and I and and I feel like I've gotten better in the last several years with with just from doing this. Like I feel like yeah, my performances in this song are better than what I did uh, the first song I did, more metal than you, or actually metal by numbers. Because that's almost 15 years ago now, but uh, yeah, I feel like I kind of I know my limitations, and and uh, part of it is you know throwing all these other guest vocals, you know, kind of makes me look better. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I feel like I nailed I nailed the parts that I had to. And there, there's parts like Dick That Rock, which is more of a Van Halen song, or more of a you know just a, a classic metal song or classic hard rock song. Totally. Uh, that one. Uh, I'm kind of almost proud of some of the things I did where, where I did like a kind of goofy my take on David Lee Ross really <laughs> Well, no, you should be. And, and again, because you're not, you know, going in there being like super serious about it, but you're also not just completely, like you said, blowing it off. And you've got such a, a great support system that uh, I thought you stepped in very well. It was it was definitely yours to to, to destroy, right? But uh, but you know what? Are there any, are there any plans for you to actually perform these songs? Um, like in a limited uh, capacity. What we're gonna do is um, Scott and I are probably gonna do some shows where it's just the two of us, and it's billed as like a. a headlining show where he and I both go out and do spoken word he's done that you know and of course I've been speaking words into a microphone for 30 something years so <laughs> right. we'll do that and then what happened is I'd bring him on stage and then we'll do a couple of the songs not acoustically but just like with a smaller like maybe him and just Joey Vera uh, playing bass yeah we did it on the mega crew on the mega the mega death had that cruise this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Did a version of it, and uh, that was the first time I'd ever, you know, done Grandpa Metal live, and uh, we had such a blast that that's that's something that we're talking about doing. But the idea of going out with a full band and me doing like an hour show of music 
Right, 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 right. And that's and, and that's a good analogy. A fun, a fun project, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to, you know, do another career. Right, right, and and that's why that's why I was asking. What fits with my career already? For for sure, and again, you know, like I said I, I, I kind of see that as uh, as you just just being kind of a part of the the original career, just an extension of that, you know. But it would definitely would be fun yeah, fun definitely. to, but definitely would be fun to hear them. I, I was thinking like I'm gonna we're gonna be at the uh, the Mr. Bungle reunions, and I know that Scott's gonna be there, and I was like, uh, wouldn't that be fun if you guys got up there to kind of maybe open the show with a couple of these, you know? <laughs> um. So, Oh, are you? Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah, for sure. That's, that's awesome, man. God, no, I'm so stoked to see Bungle. Well, yeah, finally. I know, right? And, and not to mention, but with like yeah. Lombardo and Scott, I mean, it's so I'm very excited. We're, we're, we will be at the uh, at the first two uh, LA shows, so we're we're very excited about that. You know, speaking of old bands getting back together, and um, actually in LA, you and I had a great, great conversation. A million years ago, at the Van Halen rehearsals, uh, right when they f- were, f- you know, kind of putting the band back together, I guess that was like '07 or '08 or something. And I didn't, and I didn't see you for a while. And then the next time you and I ran into each other was at South by Southwest, and you were doing like some sort of like outdoor show. I can't quite remember what it was, but the reason why I mention it was you and I w- were having a, a great. You know, conversation. We were both actually wearing our Van Halen shirts, by the way. And uh, but your voice had gone out. Do you remember this? Yeah. Okay. And one thing that yeah. I thought, and so I, well, yeah, go ahead. no, I was gonna, I wanted to ask you about your memories of it, but I was just gonna say what I thought was so cool was that instead of canceling the gig, you actually whispered the whole set into this other person's ear. <laughs> And yeah. after that, I was like, this dude is all right. <laughs> so what do you remember from that? Thanks. Yeah, well, that was Eugene Merman, uh, who I, who did that bit with me. Um, he had toured uh, with Comedians of Comedy with us and was a friend and kind of knew my set. I mean, yeah, that wound up being really great and, and, uh, and working, but it's just, I, I mean, not that I would toot my own horn, but you kind of did. Like, uh, I can't, you know, I couldn't cancel. Yeah. And uh, I don't have that in me. And uh, so it's always like, let's work it out. Let's figure this out. You know, like, I've, uh, you know, I've had to do stand-up with a parasite in me before. Yeah. I got, uh, I got food poisoning from having dollar fifty sushi once uh, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I... That's right. That's right. Uh, well, I, well, I thought it was super cool because, like I said, I, I had just you kind of come under my radar like at that uh, when we met at the uh, the Van Halen rehearsal, and so I was you know uh, 
excited to come see you actually perform because that would have been my first time. And I thought it was kind of funny. We were both actually, you know, wearing our Van Halen shirts. And then when I saw you had lost your voice but decided to do it anyway, I was like, that's 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 the consummate performance right there, you know, to make make sure the show happens. So um, last but not least, I know our time is limited here, but, you know, so we, we just lost... Uh, a, a, you know, a titan in our rock and roll metal community. I just kind of wanted to, if you could, uh, kind of get your thoughts on the yeah, kind of... who are you talking about? Who could you possibly be talking right, about? Right, right. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, that one hit me hard, man. Me too, uh, man. This was what, it was one I was dreading. Those guys, uh, you know, I love heavy metal and, and I love hard rock. But I love Rush above everything. Rush, you know, like if you could see me, I kind of put my hand like, here's metal, and then here's where Rush is. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, no, totally. Got me through high school. Um, and lit, like, I don't know if I hadn't heard subdivisions. You know, I was, just, you know, it, 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 high school's a tough time, and the, that band, and, I'm, I'm being inarticulate because I really, I love them so much. Like, I can't even, it's it's tough. And I've been listening to Rush almost nonstop. I mean, I already do. Yeah. And then, he, then Neil dies and, and uh, you know, I don't think I've listened to anything else in the last week and a half. It's been, and then the fact that uh, Sirius uh, devoted deep tracks to it, uh, it's, it's all Rush all the time now. That's, been super helpful so when I climb into the minivan to take my kid to school Rush is already there waiting for me and, and uh, it's man you know you know when you're of a certain age you're going to lose your favorite musicians but to have him I just yeah that one hits the hardest uh, did you ever get a chance to meet Neil? no and I met, I met the other two and I blew it <laughs> did you? Did you? Embarrassing. I, I said uh, it's in my book, but I met I met Getty, and I said sir twice in the same sentence. Like I began and finished the sentence with sir. That's like, and the funny part is Alex. I think knew who I was. I'm not sure that Getty did, but I got backstage because. Um, my friend, I'm friends with Mike Smith from uh, the Trailer Park, uh, you know, guys. In, oh, and, right, uh, right, right, right. So, and Rush had been on that show, and so I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, Rush, it was the last show at the forum. And I was like, this might be it. You know, I, I, I really want to meet these guys, and I hate bugging you. And he's like, dude, of course, I'll set it up. And then I go back to Apes, and I don't even tell them that Mike hooked it up. Like, all I had to say was, I'm here because of Mike Smith. And then they would have been like, oh, yeah, we love him. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have felt like an idiot. Instead, I just went back and just got, you know, mumble mouth and just, like, <laughs> hey, sir, you're the best, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we must get it all day long. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to make an impression. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I'll uh, I'll share this very briefly with you. Uh, uh, 
oddly and ironically under the most impossible set of circumstances the only member of rush that i ever did get to meet actually was neil uh under again the craziest of circumstances just very briefly i was touring with the band ween and the drummer was doing a one-off show uh for um with ari gold who might have you probably saw his movie the adventures of power uh that neil is in yeah and uh, so they were doing like a release party and to know me, I'm like you, Brian, to know me is to know my absolute obsession of Rush. And, and uh, they kept teasing me that, you know, that Neil was coming and, and you know, I, I did not know at this time that he lived in California. I'm thinking there's no way this dude's coming from f- fucking Canada to be, you know, at this bar in, in North Hollywood. And, and sure enough, man, he walked in and, uh, and the MC of the night was Neil Hamburger. So here I am sitting at a Lithuanian bar between two Neils, uh, Hamburger and Peart. Uh, and it was, we had a great conversation. I, I, I'm proud to say that I try, I to keep, I steered the conversation away from music and, and rush and just spoke as limited as, as I could. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was. It was it was unforgettable, but but yeah, man, it was quite the gut punch. And I said I was going to mention that uh, I tend to have the different, the opposite reaction when these things happen. Like I've had trouble listening to Rush now, but when I get into the car, like you said, Sirius XM is playing these songs that have surely have never been played on the radio, and it's just too irresistible. But um, uh, you know, I just wanted to. Well, I get that way sometimes with bands. Nirvana went away. I didn't listen to Nirvana for a while because it was too sad. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there's a little bit of that when Dying. I mean, Dying Dying was as a metal fan was one of the most shocking things, and you know, still is. Yes, that's a death. But but Pantera was so about not celebrating life, but you know, they're. It's easy to go back to playing them because they weren't. They weren't about they were you know yeah. they weren't a depressing band and you know but but Nirvana it, it kind of it kind of it led up to that terrible ending you know what I mean oh, like, oh for for sure it's like there. it's like the soundtrack to the tragedy you know it's um, yeah for sure and then with the Beastie Boys the Beastie Boys when that happened I I could still listen because they're they're not their music's so not about being sad also that you know when you listen to them you're not really thinking well they lost their best friend right uh, right you know those tracks still work and, and with rush it's just i had to you know, like the only way to commemorate them is to just play them forever really. yeah you know what i mean uh, like, uh, just yeah. have it be a non-stop tribute to that guy's badassery for the the rest of my life you know? <laughs> for sure but you know just with me among me and my friends same same thing with adam yow is that we refer to those guys and again we don't even know them like i said i met neil once in a bar but we refer to those guys just like you would your friends just like ged did this and oh did you see that alex played on the fu manchu record and oh neil has a new i mean yeah it's just like family so it feels like we lost family so uh and last time you and i uh chatted you and i had a big rush nerd off and so i i would be remiss if i didn't bring it up uh during this time here but uh brian i wanted to congratulate you on the record uh, again the record's called grandpa metal it comes out february the 13th just a, a day shy of valentine's day would be a a great present for your sweetheart right <laughs> yeah i think it is yeah 13th and 14th yeah yeah perfect so um uh anything else you wanted to add before before we we take off my friend 
No, that was it. Uh, no, thanks. Thanks for talking, and, and I'm glad you dig it. Uh, and I'm excited for more people to hear it. I, uh, you know, the amount of time I spent on it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great to finally have it be done. You know, and that now, uh, now I just get to uh, enjoy it. Oh, absolutely. I do have one more question. I, I did want to mention about, I, for, I can't believe that I, had, I didn't bring this up earlier, was about Weird Al. So, very quickly, uh, your con- the phone call with Weird Al. So, I mean, just to even get him to do anything on the record is such a coup. And I think I, I, think I used him correctly. Uh, you know, we could have done a parody. We could have done, I could have put him on a metal song and had him, you know, yelling into a microphone and whatever because he's a friend and he would have done me a favor. Right. But I love what I did instead of, of doing a sketch. And it's not quite meta, but I feel like it makes sense. It's, it's you know, coming from a guy who, uh, you know, wrote on Mr. Show and then loved sketch comedy as much as I do and loves the loves old records that had sketches, Cheech and Chong and even some of the first Sandler stuff when Sandler first did those comedy records. For sure. That's what I was really going for. I, I really wanted the record to feel cohesive and feel like, um, even though it's about all these different ideas, I wanted it to feel like a full comedy metal experience, a full, like that you would sit down and listen to listening from front to back on your head with headphones yeah you know in, fr- in front of your uh, you know I, it's coming out on vinyl and i'm really happy it is because it, that's what i wanted to make i wanted to make a record yeah yeah i feel like having weird out having weird out do this sketch this two minute bit that breaks up these songs it really feels like a full cohesive comedy metal record to me well, yeah, and you, of course, and you can't roll a joint on a download, as they like to say, right? So you know the whole, <laughs> you know the whole like metal thing where you open the gatefold record. So yeah, this record definitely deserves to be on vinyl. And I'll say this: I think you're right. I think you did it right with Weird Al because going into it, the way that could have played out could have been either predictable or you know. I don't know, like maybe not age quite as well, but I think that the way that you did it in in those types of quantities, I think it fits the overall spirit of the record, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, That's what I was going for. uh, So last but not least, I was going to uh, share this with you. Uh, You may know about this, maybe you don't know about this, but uh, I'm actually a filmmaker, and I'm actually working on a production right now on a documentary that's finally going to tell the story about the band King's X. Um, and so I'll be talking with Charlie and Scott and all those guys that are, you know, uh, they'll be in the film and all that sort of thing. And I, I didn't know if, uh, since you're a fan of Rush, you and I have never talked about King's X and I just didn't know if you were, uh, were on, on that as well. Oh, huge fan. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Well, cool. Well, we, we hope to have it out, uh, probably by the end of, of, uh, of next year. They're currently working on a record themselves. Their first one in about 12 years. So we've been out in Pasadena. Oh, yeah, so it's been, a lo- it's been a long time coming, but uh, I've actually have heard uh, some of the finished mixes, and I think you'll be uh, very pleased. If you're a fan of Ty's old guitar sound from those first three records, you'll uh, definitely be looking forward to hearing this one. So, uh, again, sure. Well, again, Brian... Oh yeah, finally. It's been like way too long. And and that and it's such a great story. I mean, tell me another story that crosses all these lines of, 
you know, race and sexuality and religion. And it's just just such a huge story there. And I'm excited to finally be able to bring that to, to people. And hopefully it'll have a thing where a whole new generation of people can can discover them, kind of like how we did, in, you know, the first time around, you know. But, uh, well, again, Brian, my, my brother, listen, man, congratulations on the record. I think it is so fucking cool, and I look forward to playing it each week on the show uh, and turning people on to it, and, and uh, hopefully we'll get to, to see you guys do a, a couple of songs live, like you mentioned, in the capacity that you plan on doing it. Yeah, and there's videos coming soon, too. We're working on videos. Oh, uh, kick ass. Kick yeah. ass. Okay. Well, awesome, man. Well, brother, I will I will catch up with you down the road. Uh, and again, I wish you all the Thanks. best of luck, my friend. You too. Thanks for talking to you. Okay. It was great talking to you. You too, brother. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, this is Neil Fallon from Clutch, and you are watching Tricky... Are you, are you watching or listening to this? Uh, you, can, you, can do, you can do both. Okay. <laughs> Tricky Kid TV. Tricky then, Kid TV, then. We'll Alright. I'm always making things more complicated than it has to be. You <laughs> hey everybody, this is Neil Fallon from Clutch, and you are watching Tricky Kid TV with Roy Turner. Hey there, everybody. This is Neil Fallon from Clutch, and you are listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. And then we'll do a clapper thing there, and then we'll do it again for audio, and we'll jump okay. on in. All right, man. Uh, what a funny dude. What a good dude, man. Just somebody you could just, he and I could have, as you heard, we could have sit there and just nerded on and on and on into the abyss uh, forever, which is also the title of his uh, book, Forever Nerdy. Make sure you check that out. Again, the album is called Grandpa Metal. The current single is Take On Me, but as you saw, we kind of broke the rules and played something else, but uh, uh, that's what I like to do, and I thought that was kind of a cool track, and I, thought, I liked the way he set that up. So, um, And again, like I said, we have a lot of, a lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, Brian is always on freaking tour, so you should have a chance to be able to see him uh, pretty soon. Uh, so we were just in Vegas uh, doing the show. We're going to be in L.A. Uh, next week at the Met Mr. Bungle reunion. Can you believe that? February 5th, 6th, and 7th, Mr. Bungle is getting together. And speaking of metal, we talked about Scott Ian being on this record. They're reforming to do these with the legendary Slayer drummer, um, Dave Lombardo. I'm sure Dave would like to be known for something more than this is his time in Slayer, uh, but that's, of course, what he's best known for. And, uh, again, Scott Ian from Anthrax. So uh, what a cool thing that's going to be at the, at the Fonda Theater there in Hollywood. We'll be there for all three nights. Each night has different openers that are all awesome. I think the third night has the Melvins. Um, so super duper excited about that. Uh, then, of course, my gosh, where aren't we going to be, it seems, coming up. Uh, after that, uh, we, of course, we're, we'll be in Austin for South by Southwest in March. We're going to be in New York in April. Um, if you are, as you know, we're massive Prince fans, check out, if you're in Brooklyn, the week of uh, weekend of April 10th, uh, a good friend of ours and also a, uh, an alumni of this show has been on here. Uh, D'Angela Duff is doing her yearly Prince Symposium. She goes in chronological order for, and I think she started with, let's see, I think she started with Love Sexy and then she did 
uh, uh, Batman last year, and now she's doing uh, not a really a, a big commercial success, but man, I just love Graffiti Bridge, and so I'm very excited. I'm actually going to be able to be there in person. Um, you might even see me get up and maybe talk a little bit about it. So, uh, very excited about that. Uh, King's X is finally about to hit the road again. Make sure you check them out. They have, uh, I think, a show next week. Uh, I think that they're starting to, uh, to do a couple of shows and trying to kind of get that going again. As you know, Jerry Gaskell had uh, some health issues. That he's I, I just talked to Jerry a couple days ago, and he's doing great, and he's ready to go. Uh, he actually was on Sirius XM's on Ozzy's Boneyard talking about the movie we're making. And so I'm excited for everybody to, to, to see that. Um, coming up on February 3rd, we're going to be launching the website where you'll be able to see... Uh, what the title of the film is. We do have a title. You'll be also be able to uh, see a sneak preview of a teaser. And also, if you have any footage of your own, you'll be able to upload it. You know, Because I can, I can scour the earth for all the best uh, King's X footage. And uh, you know, there's always going to be that one gem. So I thought we would want to provide a platform for people that have some, you know, pictures and old flyers or just something awesome to, to add to uh, this project. And so uh, you'll be able to see it and you can, you can upload it and uh, it's going to be great, man. I hope everybody's having a great uh, start to their year. I know it's been kind of tough since like we we're losing a lot of our heroes already this uh, this uh, this year, but um, but uh, we're going to hang in there. Uh, there's a lot of fun to be had this year. we got a lot coming up. And I'm very excited to bring that to you. Uh, we mentioned Prince. Also, if you're a big Prince fan, uh, we just did an unboxing video on Tricky Kid TV, our YouTube channel. Uh, the 1999 uh, reissue is massive. It is a huge ordeal. So much so as you see in the video that I, uh, I, br I brought out a scale just to weigh it so just so you can just to 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 illuminate and illustrate just what a monster this thing is uh and my god it's so awesome so we're also going to do a watch along there's a dvd inside to, for the detroit show from that tour of 82 we're going to do a, a watch along so make sure you look out for the hashtag 1999 watch along and uh tune into with, with us uh on on uh, on twitter under the under uh tricky kid and the number two and again, we're on Facebook under uh, Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Roy Turner. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you subscribing. Uh, once again, I want to thank Brian Posehn for all the fun and all the laughs. Make sure you uh, get Grandpa Metal when it comes out on Valentine's Day. And again, let's keep this metal rocking. We'll have Brian Sligo for you next week. And uh, again, we thank you, and we'll uh, see you next week.